Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of the Wimlex Show. We're delighted that Niels Zundorf is with us today. Niels is the managing director of Factory, the leading company in the most attractive area of e-commerce, Amazon. Factory is a pioneer in Amazon vendor management with a combination of technology and agency performance, and they work for over 100 international top brands. The conversation today will be led by Alexander, who obviously has a background in Amazon services and in e-commerce. So this will be a very interesting conversation with Niels. This show is being brought to you by Spryker and Debt Agency. And the hosts are Lena Heckeleur from Stockholm, Alexander Graaf from Germany, and myself, Willem Blom from the Netherlands. Hello Niels, welcome to the Women Lake Show today again from the Depth Festival in Amsterdam and we're going to talk about uh, Amazon, Amazon SEO, Marktplatz management and how your business evolved over the last two years. Please introduce yourself to the Wimlex listeners. Yes, my name is Niels, I'm one of the managing directors of Factor A and uh, here I joined Factor A quite at the beginning and since here half a year I'm one of the managing directors. Um, what is Factor A doing exactly? Um, we call ourselves a tech agency. Um, so we're a full-service Amazon. We can be your like your external Amazon department, your key account team, but also like helping strategic-wise, kind of um, getting you the right data, getting an overview of um, what's happening on the marketplace itself. And um, on the other side, since like data is crucial for Amazon, with, um, a development team just getting the right data for you for Amazon and so you can make the right decision. I think when Factor A started in 2015, if I remember correctly, um, the main topic was all about um, getting your product data optimized on Amazon so to leverage um, uh, the marketplace capabilities that your toothbrush was more prominently um, positioned against another toothbrush so you get more traffic, you get better listings in the categories. If you're Looking now uh, in your uh, if you, uh, in in your uh, in your into your clients' demands, so is it still the same? Has it changed? Has it changed category-wise, or is it now a totally different uh, game you're playing on Amazon? Mm -hmm. I would say the barrier or the what you have to do is um, way more. So the um, still the SEO part. So um, doing like the right content that you'll be found still like the basis, um, especially for clients who like more coming from the B2B sector so like that actually that you're right now your catalog is online but like to really gain market share and get the most of out of Amazon the advertising part got way more important because Amazon prioritized um, advertising more and there are more slots on Amazon um, you can actually book um, so it's got more complex there and the other part we're seeing is like it got way more strategic so like uh, three four years back uh, Amazon was just one um, distribution channel and now often it's like one of it's the biggest online but also like sig significant in terms of the total share where you get your uh, clients from so strategic wise portfolio wise um, uh, yeah, the decisions are way more important and so there we put more effort in that and, and if I re still also remember correctly in 2015 there was a lot of discussion about should I be on Amazon? Should I rather focus on the seller program, on the marketplace program? Should I in-house uh, personnel that is um, uh, uh, keeping 
up with Amazon. So what, what has changed there? So there's like probably older brands uh, whose products are already sold a lot on Amazon. There's newer brands. So is there a shift or is there like do, do the more experienced brands and manufacturers um, evolve with the Amazon challenge or is it too hard to evolve with Amazon? Mm. So we more or less have no discussion anymore if I should be on Amazon. Um, we, there's few brands like uh, who, but only like top brands who sometimes decide not to go. But most of the time then seller does do the business there. So th that's not the discussion anymore. It's more like how can we get the most out of it and how do we um, um, kind of here navigate between the pitfalls and like um, at least maybe just keep our brand up there. And regarding question like from the team, um, we see more and more actually clients having an Amazon team. Um, often like at least one person, but three persons. Um, so it like gets way more important there as well. And brands that are employing like three persons in their team for managing Amazon related issues. So how big are the on Amazon? Are these like, do they do a million Am Amazon in sales or 10 million or 100 million? Um, I would say start with a million. Um, and if you do like 10 or 20, you probably need more people. Um, just like like on the daily operations, um, it's still so much is manually. Like the system from Amazon, it's like sometimes 16 years old, and um, so it's n not a lot is automated. So every report you get, every um, uploading content, everything is still manual. So when you're, yeah, when you grow on Amazon, you have to grow the team as well, or get more tools um, to support yourself. Mm. Um, and what we have with lots of clients is that we kind of have a mixed setup. So we are doing a part which maybe is like uh, you need more knowledge about it because it's hard to get people who have Amazon experience and um, have like the full picture like e-commerce advertising and content. And so we do parts for them and the other parts they in-house or we automate them with the software. And, 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 and would you say the, um, uh, the marketplace is getting on a level where it's it's really easy to understand for most brands how they need to navigate through the pitfalls or it's still like these kind of hectic driven discussions inside oh our share of amazon is getting too big they are becoming like too powerful uh in in our purchasing dis discussions and and i think on most stages uh in uh, in, in in germany or on the dach market uh, um, amazon is still the main topic even on the most discussions behind closed doors uh, when um, salespeople, uh, key account managers, online, uh, online people are discussing, even with other retailers, their strategies, even there, Amazon, not even present in person, mm -hmm. is, is, is one of the main topics. Do, do you see this or is it like bigger brands that are now experienced to have a very, very solid way to handle uh, the challenge? Um, it's still the major topic and some are even annoyed by that they have to spend so much time on this topic, even though it's maybe just one of their clients. Um, the What changed there over the last year, I would say that the pressure from, from Amazon itself on the brands got higher. So a lot of discussion is like talking about alternatives, like other ways, maybe going in another model with Amazon, going in a European model, um, who, what kind of other shifts around Amazon maybe. 
So there's some most of discussions like kind of how to handle Amazon the best way, but also what could we do to get a little bit more independent. Do you think what uh, Birkenstock did with Amazon, uh, I think it was last year when they decided not to sell anymore to Amazon or um, over Amazon was a good decision? <laughs> it's a tough one, but I would say for a consumer brand in fashion, uh, which is like a standardized product, Birkenstock, it's not like um, something that's like the e-commerce product, easy for fashion, it's quite easy. I think the return rate is not that high, besides the size maybe. Um, I don't think that this kind of the, um, from in terms of uh, doing sales, probably not the right decision. But I understand where they're coming from because there's a lot of fraud and um, yeah, products which are not licensed there. And But now there's only products that are not yeah. wanted to be there from, from Birkenstock and that's the Birkenstock product itself. Yes. So I understand the, that you say at a certain point I don't want to deal with them anymore if they don't help us. But we, what we see is like um, over the last like few months there's getting more and more stuff Amazon is publishing regarding getting rid of the fraud products and so when you have a brand you can actually um, uh, upload fully lists of products which should be get off uh, of the platform. There, and there's some pressure from the European Commission as well and also in the US um, where Amazon like really has more and more take care of what happens with the products itself. So um, I think this will get better now. Yeah, I, I'm asking the Birkenstock question because um, I, I assume that there are other brands that were looking very, very carefully into what Birkenstock um, did mm. there, because a lot of brands wish to be in a situation where they could do that uh, uh, and say, okay, please, uh, Amazon, go fuck yourself. Uh, you're treating us like uh, uh, we are some burglar uh, and not your partner. So uh, we'd like to do that. Do you see brands discussing that? Being uh, what, what would happen if we really pull the plug and don't deliver any products anymore? Mm. So they're like always negotiations. But I think that's normal if you would sell like to a normal supermarket or Walmart, whatever, you have the same thing that you just delist because of the price or whatever. I think the the price discussion is a fair thing, but it's normal. It's like that have been in the offline world as well. And the decision not to do it because of your brand, uh, it's a little bit outdated. And you like have to figure out a way how to um, use the tools and possibilities of Amazon to show your brand. For instance, like for one premium fashion brand, we just did like a big brand store on Amazon and, it's, and it looks great. And because the Amazon has like way better, better SEO ranking, we are even above their normal website. Um, so what would be the difference then if somebody ends up on Amazon and it's like just like pictures are shitty, like everything else. And I recall when we discussed uh, the Factor A business on Kassenzone, and I think this is already like one and a half year ago at least, uh, maybe even two, um, you said that it's because there's so many possible uh, ways to spend advertising money, but a very little competition, it's hard to spend more than, let's say, 50k uh, per month uh, for, for a brand because it's uh, the click price is so low. Um, has that changed? Yes, that has changed. So. I would say compared to like two years ago, the click price often doubled at least. Um, but still we're getting to a point because the algorithms got better and we have way more traffic that uh, it's still like in terms of the return on advertising spent. Uh, 
or the ROI is still positive and for most of the cases. Not like if you're selling a toothbrush for three bucks, probably not, but in every other way as well. And the budgets got higher as well. So it's now easy to spend uh, 100, 200K a month if you want to. Um, but it's still it not it compared to Google, it's nothing or Facebook. And at least like 200, 200K a month, let's say you have like a very consumer focused category where consumers would expect your products on the catalog. So um, for like a 100, 200K per month, and let's say the product is expensive enough. So is the direct return on invest still there? So that was always the question that on Google, you, we need to calculate in uh, um, in uh, in uh, uh, lifetime revenues yeah. per customer because the first click the first purchase was so expensive that you would lose money and that you would hope that the customers uh, would come back again is it different on Amazon can you still really return a, a nice return on invest um, uh, on your initial um, Amazon marketing investment yes so um, and we see the shift as well. So if you only look at the marketing perspective without any margins, like only on the price itself, then we often like have a return of 10 or um, uh, sometimes up to 20, but like often it's ru roughly over all our clients is right now, I think eight to nine. Uh, so one dollar in and uh, eight, nine, 10 out of it. Um, in revenue. Yeah. In, yeah, in revenue. But in terms of margin, and this is a trend we see more and more, that um, you have that people calculate down on the margin. This is especially like for um, sellers or, or people who are really looking on short-term sales. Um, this is the one direction, so that you really calculate down on the margin. And the other direction is like to think about Amazon advertising more like in a classic marketing way. So like getting new clients, like there's a new, new, uh, yeah, like one year old more or less. Uh, KPI which is called um, new to brand so you can see people who ha haven't bought your product before that but we still don't have like a lifetime value it's not there as a KPI so we it's like really um, focused on getting new clients there and the other part is like really looking into the the lifetime of your product itself so push it at the beginning so you're up in the organic rankings that you get stars that you're uh, in the ship that you get in the share of shelf and think in the advertising space like not like keeping always like down on the short-term sales but also more like in a in a life cycle as well and where where uh, where do you see um the, the way going for like the um let's say independent seller on amazon who is like maybe he's selling maybe he's even buying birkenstock products from whatever source and selling it online and now he's complaining all the time and i'm following a couple of facebook groups and there's more complaints and like happiness uh, in there that's so much uh, so much pressure so much competition now from china and it's so hard to find new products that are being sold profitable uh, and the all these chinese sellers are only selling crap i think it was the same products before but labeled by a german seller but uh, 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 do you follow these discussions a lot or do you say no in your industry or in your business you're really handling like b2b uh, um, comp or bigger companies uh, with, with with decent brands that's not a problem at all because i be where does the question comes from i would assume if you would work for like a fizzler or a wmf there's so many new competition coming up from china that could also produce frying pans for a much better price at a more or less same quality because it's not so hard to make even though uh, 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 miss fizzler was state otherwise uh, um, th th it must be the same effect but on a bigger scale there it really depends on the category. So classic consumer electronics, for instance, uh, Bluetooth headphones, 
uh, there's really strong competition from China. I see that in the big or in the small scale, like if you don't have a product which has a USP um, or it's like patent or something like this and you just did it in the past because you, because of your brand you built trust and now you can build the trust with um, the star system of Amazon so you don't have to pay the premium anymore, then it's fair and then it's kind of just the part where you um, actually get market transparency and so there's a high higher pressure on the on the portfolio so we are there. paying more and more the fair price for the product there's no there's no brand premium anymore uh, yeah on a, on a fair marketplace or a transparent marketplace that's what you said it's kind of the idea like Jeff Bezos said that like quite early that, like your margin is my opportunity and you s I don't want that the client paying a premium to gain trust on the because of the brand um, but I think, and this is like where um, we have like issues and problems right now, is that the um, we have more and more, yeah, I would say, people who like corrupt the system and um, kind of have fraud reviews and whatever. Um, it, I think it's still better than ev on any other place in the internet, but um, this is kind of really precious good. This kind of the stars, mm. um, and so Amazon. Is working quite hard on it right now to get like this problem fixed, but like uh, yeah, because the whole system is building on it. But yeah, and this is kind of for the sellers. If you just like have been like a good import export company, there's probably not a future for you, because like the logistics and the Chinese can do it as well. Yeah, um, and they have the scale. Scale comes directly there's from there. There's no need, no need for a student in Rostock who imports Bluetooth speakers uh, uh, and puts the label on it, right? Yes. Okay. And, and and you said, and that I found very interesting. Uh, lots of competitors of Amazon are looking uh, with like with uh, um, uh, with they do have a very interested view on Amazon because I always uh, um, think that they are doing things much better. Now you stated in your in, uh, introduction that. The system itself is sometimes like 16 years old. So, what does it mean that in the back end, uh, it's really like it's still like uploading Excel uh, uh, lists? It's you really need to check like manually uh, um, if your product is uh, is still listed correctly in the right category, for example. Mm -hmm. Is it that what you're describing? Because I'm what we are seeing right now on the consumer side, the system is really old. Mm -hmm. So all these facet filtering is not working at all. It's only like all the category sites are sometimes um, organized manually. So it's uh, uh, lots of product don't get in reviews anymore, which is for me like always a signal not to buy at Amazon. If, it's, if there's no review on a product, I don't buy it. Then I'd rather go to eBay or another shop. So how does it look like? It's, is it really that bad? <laughs> so it's like, I would say every IT company who like grew a system over 10, 20 years, but like they grew at a scale which is like crazy. So they never really had the time to redo everything properly. So they always taking parts, which they kind of redo now, but other parts are still really old. And it's like a crazy system and a machine, like where you put something in there and it is a lot of stuff is still manually. And what we, so Amazon always goes in the direction where they can kind of, what we see like an advertising space, they focus on the things where you actually can spend more money so they're making more money and they're focused on those features and from the development power they're not looking too much into the desktop what we see at least in most of the markets 
that they're look, going into the app, they're going in voice. So they're really focusing on um, the new generation where they're saying like everything in between, we don't invest too much time and money in it anymore. So And you see desktop is dying then? Um, is that what the customer, do you see as a, as a brand what the share is between uh, mobile use of, uh, no. of purchases and desktop use? There, you don't see it. Um, what we see is like when we're doing campaigns, we can do, you can run campaigns on Amazon for, with the DSP. There you can actually see how much is mobile, how much is desktop. And desktop is still quite big in Germany. In other markets, it's um, smaller because most people shop when they work. So the big, most traffic is on Monday morning. Like, so <laughs> when people should work, but they don't. They somehow work for their family then. But uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, um, when you say like, if they're like focusing on voice, can you see as a brand that voice is becoming uh, more important there? Is it something the way you see, if, if there's any order generated via Alexa, mm. can you see that the brand? Um, so you cannot see it that way, no. What, but what we see is like, and uh, they're looking more like Amazon as a full picture where they probably kind of see the biggest opportunity as well. It's like they're getting more and more a media company, a broadcasting company. And um, in this connection, like um, now getting uh, getting people to use it on a daily basis with Fire TV, with um, uh, all the other products, Audible, now they're streaming uh, um, football games or baseball. or So they're getting like in that sphere, so like in the daily business and where there's like maybe even like in terms of scaling and margin like the nicer business so the I think this is the first step there and then what we see is like lots of of our clients or especially like manufacturers and brand are from FMCG like supermarket stuff are interested in kind of rebuying so I need my toothbrushes and uh, another one get the one from last time so I think the in terms of commerce right now it's more like Everybody has to get used to talking to the machine. But when I look at my niece, she's like talking to it like a normal person. And so, but this is kind of the next step there. Okay, so it's not, not seeable uh, right now. But then if it's not seeable on the Alexa machines, which, which are already popular even in Germany, and there's a lot of, lot of machines in, uh, in German kitchens, uh, uh, what do you think about the move from Amazon um, now announced at CEFA uh, um, that they want to bring out TVs with an uh, kind of Alexa built-in? I think it's like, um, yeah, it's a logical evolution there. And I think one of the most important steps, um, so to not only, you have, don't have need only the box, but you're like in, when people are watching TV, you're there. People are getting used to talk to the TV. And the most important part is like the connection with the TV. So you're running Fire TV, and then you can run an addressable TV ad on it. So you're, I know you're looking- Is it called Fire TV? Um, so the, yeah, the, normally you have a Fire TV stick, yeah. which you would plug in, but now yeah, it's already oh, pre-installed. Okay. It's mm. like Windows with the Internet Explorer, mm. what they did there. And now you have like Fire TV in it. You probably don't switch or you have like two in it, but you kind of get the user behavior and then based on what they're watching, I already can address certain um, ads to you and what you looked at on Amazon. So you're, you're sitting on your couch or in your bed watching TV. Um, I know you were looking for a mattress. I know you are somebody who is always buying more expensive products. Um, and I know that you're at least like a couple because like you're both shopping with the account. And then I can dress like, say, this is the mattress. You want to have it. 
And the next thing with the Alexa is like, okay, Amazon, just buy that what I just saw. So you're like, you have this issue with voice where you don't have like the screen and you don't can make the decision. Now you have the biggest screen in the home um, and can show stuff there and can actually do the branding part, but address, address to you uh, on, a, on a unique level. And I, I don't know, I, I haven't followed like the, uh, the presentation one uh, um, uh, super specifically, but uh, will it be like um, subsidized where, um, will it be cheaper presented to the customer? Uh, because they think over the time they can regain their margin over selling products uh, on, t on the new TV screen. So I tried it with the Fire Phone, it was kind of uh, cheaper. Um, eventually nobody wanted it at all, at mm. all, so it's not so easy to establish um, an, uh, an, an Amazon device in an already existing category. Uh, the Echo was a new category, so it was yeah. easier to establish like uh, such a product, but whenever they try to, um, they try to grab market share from existing providers, like in this case, LG, Samsung, whatever, it's not so easy to do. So, yeah. do, you, so do, you, do you know something about that? I, so, I think the strategy is a little bit different here. So the thing is like you have pre-installed apps on the smart TVs and stuff, but the problem is you have like, to a certain extent, your possibilities in kind of catching what the people are looking and addressing kind of the, um, yeah, the the ads or changing stuff in it, it's are not possible for the apps. So this is kind of where they kind of try to step in there like, and get better integrated. And with their working together in US with Best Buy, um, and in Germany, like MediaMarkt Saturn, and uh, with other other manufacturers like Grundig, I don't think that they're actually cheaper. It's more like maybe even an add-on, like, oh, does your Bluetooth speaker can work with Alexa as well? Yeah. Um, it's I don't think the strategy is that it's cheaper or it's less like an additional feature. Can you talk to the TV? Uh, this kind of can you uh, navigate with your voice? This kind of I think in a few years it will be standard. Switch to mm. to the another uh, channel. Um, yeah. You don't want to do that with your yeah. and uh, switch to three thousand channels. You just want to say. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, so I, I'd like to uh, replicate one thing we did in our podcast, like one and a half, two years ago at Kassenzone. So uh, let's assume I'm uh, one of these um, Amazon uh, Facebook members um, trying to get in the Amazon industry, where everybody obviously can become a millionaire uh, in a very short time. Uh, what would be now your standard answer if there's like a student or like a uh, um, young professional trying to move into the space, selling whatever Bluetooth headset or uh, or uh, kitchenware mm -hmm. in some niche? Um, do you have a standard answer here? Yes. Are you doing it? Uh, no, no, I'm not doing it. Uh, I don't want to say my time is so precious for that, <laughs> but uh, it's like really tough business. Uh, I think two things are important there. One is you really have to love your product and your category. So think about like what kind of problem can I solve? What do I love? Do I love dogs? And this is all my life. So get in that category. We see in the long run, there are always people like you. They can talk about content and they really identify and know their kind of the issues there and what you have to look at. And the other part is I wouldn't go on Alibaba or ship something from China and get it in with all this stress and certify it. I would look around me, look in the Netherlands, look uh, somewhere in the European Union, look for manufacturers who are doing a really great job and maybe import it and w so they're like really good and capable of manuf as a manufacturer but maybe not in online sales and get like a connection with them and um, like classic instead of like what 
in the older days saying I will send your sell your stuff in Jamaica now you make like getting together with them saying I will sell your stuff on Amazon building the business there and maybe even then you have like a strategic buyer for you okay business. so so what you're saying is there's no shortcut anymore but there might be new product ideas for some kitchenware if you have a good idea a good supplier a good supplier relationship so Amazon could be the space uh, where you can be successful but there's no no easy arbitrage potential uh, um, anymore you have to be really fast and um, you have to scale so there's and this is the issue there if you like getting a fidget spinner uh, or something like this back in the day or I don't know what's right now the new hype um, the problem is that the manufacturer itself in China will always outscale your economy scale is like hitting your heart and there are a lot of people around you who can't calculate or real margin so the prices often drop really fast that's mm. why you have kind of built a world kind of portfolio um, around something and like to really get clients to rebuying or rebuy in your world do some cross upsetting I think uh, one other thing we've discussed we've discussed two years ago was that Amazon wanted to put like um, 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 seller as a vendor and seller some somehow together so that there won't be any difference anymore in the future because there's so many arbitrage from vendor and seller uh, people uh, uh, manufacturers trying to hire some uh, straw man uh, sellers so they can though so they can own like the arbitrage business too uh, and then Amazon discussed okay now we need to get it together because it doesn't make any sense uh, uh, no more and we even want to have sellers given the opportunity to uh, to spend advertising money on the different advertising streams which was like exclusively for vendors uh, yeah. in the beginning what what has changed there is there like still this discussion vendor versus seller how we do it um, it is there a lot often for the wrong reason because people are like having a margin problem with Amazon and they believe that if they switch from vendor to seller or the other way around they solve that but may, often the portfolio is just not e-commerce ready mm. um, the, or the product is not good yeah, yeah and the other part from Amazon itself I think they have like there are two drivers that the seller business is getting bigger and bigger um, I mean in Jeff's annual letter shareholder letter they said like roughly 50% um, it's one is scaling it's really hard to scale if you do with every manufacturer contract every year and you always fight over it and take three four months then then you set up so you scale way easier over the marketplace and for instance India's only marketplace and the other part is like um, yeah that some people in the uh, or that they're getting too much power in one company and with the marketplace like in the channel um, the with the marketplace they solve kind of that saying we are not selling we just offer the marketplace and we just give giving the channel so for instance in US and in Europe where there's like a lot of um, yeah. more and more people saying that they're getting too powerful the marketplace kind of the solution to kind of um, get around like the what Google did like in the end we we don't push our own services I think if Google wanted there would be like Google hotel search uh, or, or Google um, flight booking platform this all took so long because they were kind of afraid of the commission and I think Amazon is running the same scaling and issues there as well now mm -hmm. and and, and on, a, on your private e-commerce consumer life, are you still relying on Amazon or are you now picking more and more new marketplaces uh, or other niche shops again? Um, I'm still more or less 100% Amazon. Um, for the company, we tried like, sometimes we want to buy cheap. So we use like 
price comparison pages. But last week I said we don't do it anymore. We buy on Amazon because I was so annoyed <laughs> by some of the services. And you want to send it back. And so we just, the process cost is so high yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. so that it doesn't work out. But in the end, I bought my yellow Birkenstock uh, on eBay. So this was kind of experience. Uh, <laughs> and this is the interesting part. You asked me like how old this software and whatever. Most of the of our clients don't. The working with eBay is way easier, but there's just not so much traffic there and so much sales. So they kind of the additional channels are often easier to work with. So they're spending most of the time on Amazon. And this is why we, when we started, we had like an eBay division as well, but nobody cared for it because it's just kind of, it's working low, kind of-ish. Uh, the system is better and there's n not so much demand. Mm, okay, yeah, I got it. Is there, is there any advice for like a bigger brand uh, looking out for, uh, uh, for being more dominant in its category on Amazon? Any standard thing you see on every, every deal that comes in? Yeah, I would... I think the most important part is there that you first kind of have to get a realistic picture picture where you are right now. And um, this I mean like in terms of what is my market share, who are really my competitors, because often like a classic brand don't even see those Chinese because they are not offline. Mm. Um, so they're getting that data and then based on that really look into kind of what do I really need. because. We often get like um, requests then from the advertising department or from somebody who's responsible for the brand. But like the full picture can really get incremental sales and gain market share. So like making money, um, this is often like, it yeah, doesn't run together because often the sales and marketing departments don't work together. Mm. And this is kind of the advice I would give that Amazon is not only a sales platform anymore, but also like one of the um, yeah, biggest sites in the world with the most traffic. Um, so in terms of and this is underleveraged by a couple of marketing departments uh, not by a couple by almost all of them is there any and that's going to be the last question is there any brand that is doing a super 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 good job I remember like a podcast this uh, Christian came and um, he, uh, but I think he was biased there uh, his favorite was Lego yeah. uh, <laughs> that they're doing good but um, yeah it's like it's like the Apple example or Adidas example it's, it's kind of its own league uh, is there any brand doing a super good outstanding job on Amazon right now hmm. it's hard not to mention one of ours <laughs> but um, you can mention one of yours that's not a problem at all I think what is um important here is that the kind of what is your goal what you want to achieve with Amazon mm. and some are doing really really well um, in terms of um, selling and scaling um, and seeing the opportunity here um, and others just see the advertising department there so yeah I think it will be misleading if I say just some brands because the um, the the challenge they have and what they want to solve is always really different mm. and it's hard to look from outside on that. Do you think Lego is doing a good job? I think they could do more. And I once, uh, and maybe that's like a specific excourse here, um, I, uh, uh, we know there's a couple of punishment strategies for Amazon if a brand is not doing what Amazon wants and one of these punishment strategies was, when I learned about it, this, um, this item is exclusively reserved for Prime members. So, uh, and this leads actually to whatever. 
uh, drop down in conversion because a non-prime member couldn't couldn't buy it. And I once saw um, all Lego products uh, uh, with this label. Could that have been like a mistake or somehow, or was it like a little hiccup between the departments from Lego and Amazon? Um, so I'm not too much into the system of Amazon. Uh, it kind of I don't know really what happens there. What we often see is that um, when the we have clients who get like getting a new contract with Amazon or in discussions. So, and then they say, we won't pay this anymore. And this, because we don't see it. So the total margin for Amazon drops. Mm. And there is a threshold when this, the margin is too low, then it's a prime product. And it's just a mechanism. So when you're like saying, when you are happy that you don't pay the R4S or whatever is from Amazon anymore, if your products are not profitable, the algorithm will like put it first to a plus product or like, or to a prime product. So only prime members can buy it or just kick you out of the buy box um, because the seller then sells it if there's even worse than um, in this threshold. So this is kind of only an indicator that there's no margin um, on this product for Amazon. And in... Hard to believe for the legal case, actually. Um, it, if it's for all of the products, probably something went wrong, but we have s some FMCG products which are like really cheap. And I believe if you're sending like, um, you yeah, for instance, for your uh, for your cows, sending like uh, the food over Amazon, and it costs like ten bucks, and it's twenty kilos, kilograms. It's probably there's no margin in that. Um, so um, I would say in m almost most of the cases, what I see when people are complaining about it, it's a margin. There's a margin issue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and when you're like happy that you get like rid of all the additional services of Amazon, whatever, and you get like out, out of the system, and you know then often you have, a, you have a margin drop and we see that in the SEO part as well um, that your overall experience when we look at the numbers how come well you are kind of what's your visibility um, that uh, your visibility drops as well but I think it's a logical step there if you're if it would be my store my website yeah, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't put the products which where I don't yeah. have any margin on you top you have to play by their rules yeah, yeah that's true that's true True. I happily, I'm a prime uh, uh, member, so no problem for me when uh, products are sold. So actually, I never buy plus product because I don't uh, because I'm um, uh, all, always like buying only one or two products, and then it never adds up to a big enough basket. So I usually go to the buy box and try to find another uh, seller who is yeah. uh, selling it for a price that's not that not leads for a plus product. But there you see how Amazon changed your shopping behavior. Yeah, you just like buying you need it you buy it it's not like you're um doing a shopping cart fill it and then no. get everything so your whole shopping behavior now already changed and mm -hmm. um, with the what we see there and it's interesting in the conversion prime products often have a better conversion rate than plus products must must be so must be so because most uh, here lots of germans have prime membership so let's let's see let's see if we can find some brands and uh, to uh, to continue the discussion here mm. um, at the Dev Festival. I think that's a, it was a, s a sensational um, update on what's happening on on Amazon the platform. I, I try to sum it up. The platform is getting more professional, so even the discussions uh, are getting more professional uh, professional. Even though uh, the the wish of the brands uh, never materialized that they got like in a stronger position, but they at least know now. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, uh, where they stand and the system itself evolves a lot so it's not like that you set up like one strategy and you can follow it for the next like couple of months or even years you need to be uh, in the system uh, um, w with your help 
uh, uh, on a daily basis uh, to stay on top. Otherwise, you will be crept out to uh, say it with a word with Amazon. Yeah. Niels, thanks a lot for your time. Uh, until we see next, you next uh, on Womblex. Yeah. Thank you very much.